So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Okay, I got a good one here for Rebus University. I got a, a review of our Facebook ad certification course. Man, if you haven't taken this course from Rebus, you need to. And here's what it says. It says, uh, the course was fantastic. It digs deep into the capabilities that Facebook's ad manager has. And he does a great job of explaining how those features can be used to support your real estate business. It was eye-opening for me as a seasoned Facebook user to become aware of the targeting potential that the ad manager has. I think a lot of folks in the industry are primarily using Facebook to brand their business and branding has great value. But if you're interested in using Facebook, this is a must do course. Ricky Cantor, Remax Advantage Realty. Thank you, Ricky. Appreciate that. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, we have a great uh, returning guest. I got Mr. Aaron Marshall on the show today. And uh, Aaron and I met, I think we met for the first time uh, through the Elite REO Network where, you know, we were both banging out hundreds and hundreds of REOs, real estate-owned properties from banks every year as real estate agents with real estate teams. And he's kind of reincarnated himself a couple of times over the years. And I've, I love how people have reincarnated themselves and, and changed things. I have a mentor, Dr. Fred Gross, who said you should reincarnate yourself several times in your lifetime. Aaron has proven to do that successfully over and over again. I know I've done that recently uh, with starting my new companies in this podcast and Rebus University. And, and in any ways, I'm inspired by him. And, and he's actually reincarnated himself now again into a big property management franchise company. And we're going to talk today about, you know, agents and how they can make more money in a horizontal aspect by doing property management and by investing in other things. Uh, Aaron's a big investor in real estate himself and uh, also understands and knows the business. So without further ado, let me welcome back Mr. Aaron Marshall to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, thank you, uh, Pat. I, I appreciate that and uh, appreciate the opportunity to uh, come on your show and, and uh, come on it twice. I appreciate it. Yeah. So Aaron, why don't you uh, give everybody a little story on yourself so they can get to know you better? You bet. I got into real estate uh, just out of college back in 2001, literally the same week uh, as September 11th happened uh, back in 2001. Um, got into real estate, really just trying to find my niche there. Uh, got into uh, short sales and REOs the following year in 2002 um, and kind of rode that wave until about 06, 07. 
where I became bored again, uh, started a property management division in 07. Uh, then on 08 here in the Utah market, uh, REO started to uh, come in. I positioned myself great for that. Uh, 08 was my best year financially, um, bringing as far as net income uh, home and uh, better than 09, 2010, all those. So that, that, that was your best income and that was a hell of a year for most real estate agents. So let me stop oh. you right there in the middle of your bio. How did you make so much money in 2008 selling real estate where everybody else was losing? I prepared myself in 07 for the, for the REOs. And so when 08 hit, uh, usually REOs, they, they tend to trail about nine to 12 months. I could see that they were going to foreclosure in 07, but everything was just kind of in a holding pattern. Nothing really selling, nobody really buying. The, the main things that were foreclosing at that point, the first thing here were the spec homes. And so most of my REOs were the higher end, about 400000 to a million dollars, never been lived in, brand new. Uh, so I didn't have to do any trash out. I didn't have to do any evictions. Um, sold them. I got a full 3%, whereas an REO today, if you get one and a half, two, two and a half percent, you're doing good. Uh, they've whittled us down on, on the uh, percentage that the listing agent gets. Uh, so I was getting full 3%. Uh, and I only sold probably about 120, 125 that uh, first year in 08. Um, and then years prior to that, we were doing 25, 30 deals a month. So we were doing about 300 deals a year. Uh, and I made less because I had higher staff, higher operating costs, and uh, lower commissions. Wow. So that was okay. right, so that, that was in 08. So you crushed it in 08. So keep going now. Now, now we're 10, almost 10 years later now. So what's, what, what have you been up to the last 10 years? So in uh, 2013, I got tired of doing BPOs, uh, broker price opinions. I, I got tired of uh, being a bank's bitch. Um, and so I thought, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm going to uh, offer it to sell for my Take this uh, job and shove it, right? I mean, that's exactly that's what banks make you do, right? They, they, they and then, well, like they said, they whittle down the the commission and they demand uh, such from the agents. Oh, yeah. And if you're not going to do it, I'm going to take the, all my business. I'm going to take it to your neighbor next door. And, and I'm sure he'll uh, uh, do the BPO and, and sell this REO for 1%, 1.5%. And I, I was done with it. Uh, sold it to a couple of employees of mine that had been with me for about five, six years. They still, to this day, have it. I still get uh, referral fees from them. The last two months, I haven't got any referral fees because there hasn't been any REOs. It's so, only so, on the REOs. So is, that, is that how you sold it, just to get into some specifics? Did you say, hey, just pay me 25% off the top, or what'd you do? Uh, I, it's uh, 30% uh, for the first uh, two years, 25% uh, for the next year, and then 20% for the uh, following two years. So for five years, I would get uh, uh, referral fees, and I capped it to a certain dollar amount. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's interesting because there is so little profit in REOs now, just like you said, you know, they're whittling down to one, you know, whittling the commission way down, then, then your guys got to pay you a referral fee on the top of that and then somehow make a profit. It's probably, probably, you know, starting to get real, real hard for them. And so to have the, have the REOs basically, you know, gone away in the state of Utah now or in your area, what's going on? So they have a few. They've been keeping a half a dozen to a dozen REOs over the years, uh, but right now is the fewest they've ever had. 
Um, I think over the next uh, 12, 18 months that that uh, trend is going to change, uh, but it's going to take some time. Uh, other things in the market uh, may need to change as well, but I think as those things change, uh, that will uh, change and there'll be an increase. But you can't wait around for that. You've got to, the market's great right now and you've got to uh, continue to uh, do everything you can to, to make money today. Yeah. And you got five years out of it. I think you should be happy with that. You know, you got referral fees for five years. You know, that's all you can really ask for to get, you know, a lot of people get walk away from this real estate business without, a, you know, without any sort of exit strategy. And just to be able to get, you know, five years of exit strategy is great. So, okay. So you move forward, you got rid of that. Um, then you started up this property management company, Key Renter, right? Uh, yeah, we actually uh, purchased, we started uh, the business as Premier Property Management or Premier Management. Um, and then in 2011, we bought the name Key Rancher from someone else that uh, wasn't doing property management right. The state took it over. Uh, he was trying to give the state a hard time and uh, we ended up coming in and buying the assets. Part of the assets was the name. I liked the name. I wanted to expand our property management business more uh, for us as corporate locations, going into some of the neighboring states, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Denver, Boise, um, changed that idea and ended up uh, doing franchising. Um, and I love that. I love the process of help coaching and mentoring people to get into business, even if it's other realtors, to uh, get into the business of property management and see how they can make the most of it and uh, make some money out of it. Well, let me ask so, you a general business question. And so, so you, you bought into this thing, right? And then, and all of a sudden they, you had a whole bunch of, uh, uh, rental accounts and you had your own before that, I suspect from, yeah, right? yep. I, I, I started with four, two of them, uh, were, were about three weeks delinquent. And I looked at uh, a partner, uh, right at that point, he was an employee of mine. I looked at him. I'm like, we should maybe, uh, create our own property management division. Uh, doing this because uh, I I've got two uh, tenants that are are late and so we looked at each other yeah and uh, we went back to the office and and uh, started putting something together uh, a couple weeks later we got a wrong phone number that came in my assistant's like do we do property management we're like yep it was uh, <laughs> the guys that own budget blinds they had four and uh, so those were our first clients. Okay, cool. And then next thing you know, you're like, uh, I'm going to build this out. And then you decided, hey, let me franchise this. Tell, talk me a little bit through that process. How hard is it to franchise something and how's it going with it? Wow. If, if, if I knew now what I knew then in 2013 about the franchise business and about what I had to do, how much money I had to put into it, because I don't have any investors. Uh, the only investor is me. Uh, I've had to refinance my house, refinance investment properties. Uh, that I own to be able to make this happen. Um, it is a totally different business. Even though I know the real estate, I know property management business, it is totally different. Um, same thing with restaurant. You may know the restaurant business inside and out, uh, but franchising is totally different. Um, and so I, I didn't quite know that, and that's probably a good thing uh, because I probably would have uh, done something else or stuck with real estate investing because in 2013, I was kind of in limbo and buying notes, uh, doing a few uh, note programs, helping a few buddies throughout the country, uh, figured out we were all kind of networking together, uh, buying properties at the county steps, uh, rehab, rehabbing a few. And, and I was looking for something that I could, a business that I could create that didn't need me in it, that I could duplicate across the country. 
with property management up to this point, I could be gone for a month, two months, and I didn't have to be at the office. Mm-hmm. I created it to where n- nobody knew who I was in the property management division. Uh, no tenant, no owner would call me and say, hey, I need to talk to Aaron because they didn't know who Aaron was. I was too busy doing the REO thing and doing that. Um, and so I wanted to do something similar to that. I was tired of being the yo-yo on the, on the real estate side with clients, with the banks. And I wanted to build something behind the scenes that uh, I could kind of go on vacation when I wanted to and my phone wouldn't ring from clients. They rang. I mean, I just got back uh, three weeks ago from a three-week vacation. Guatemala, Costa Rica. Loved it. Um, I still had my phone on, but uh, the only calls I was taking were from my uh, assistants, from staff here, answering a simple question here and there. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I wasn't uh, taking calls to the bank. You're not beholden, banks. right? You're not beholden. Exactly. And, and at the end of the day, you know, when, when people rent a house, it's very unlikely that people want to talk to the landlord, quote unquote, right? It's, it, it, you know, they, they will talk to a property management. They don't even know who the landlord is. I, I have tons of properties and nobody knows it's me that owns them, right? They, they never call and say, I want to talk to the landlord. They just want to talk to the property management company, which happens to be whoever picks up the phone, right? Yep. At the end of the day, owners, they want a good, they want you to be able to manage their property well, um, better than anybody else. That's why they're hiring you. They want good customer service. If they call and they want to ask about their property, pick up the phone. Tenants, they want maintenance requests to be fulfilled. They want to be able to, not all of them, but uh, they, they want to be able to call or email and get a response. That's all it is. Having staff there at the office to be able to respond to those things. Half of that, you can outsource out. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. So we manage about 400 properties, and we, uh, we have four property managers here, one maintenance person. Uh, a lot of the uh, small nitty-gritty things, we outsource out to third-party companies throughout the country that, that manage those things. We like try what? not... Like what? So maintenance, especially the nighttime maintenance, uh, nighttime so, and weekends. You outsource maintenance? Yes. How? So, like, what do you so if, if, if you call it the, the worst thing, and that's probably most of the people listening, they're like, I'm never going to do property management because I'm going to be gone. Be, yeah. I, Thanksgiving Day, I'm going to be with my family, and I just know I'm going to get the flooded toilet call. Yeah. Well, outsource that. 
There's a company in Colorado, just outside of Denver, that takes all of those calls for you. What are they called? uh, Night tenders. Night what? Night tenders. Night tenders. Yep, just Google it. Excellent, excellent company. There are probably three or four others. I've used those. And what do they do? They basically just find a plumber, arrange it, and... Nope. So say your say your garbage well say your dishwasher is not working. Yep. Uh, they, they'll go through and they have certain steps they're going to go through regarding the dishwasher. Uh, they're going to ask uh, what's going on. Uh, is it leaking water? Is it uh, is it is it draining properly? What stopped working? There's going to be some some trouble. It's just a small amount of troubleshooting. Yeah, troubleshooting. Yeah, yeah. A dishwasher as long as it's not leaking. They're going to go, hey, thank you for the call. We're going to put in a maintenance or request. Somebody with a key renter is going to be giving you a call Monday morning uh, to dispatch somebody. They're not going to dispatch somebody when it's Friday night at 8 p.m. because it's a dishwasher. It's not leaking. Why spend the time for and, and the cost to send somebody out? They're yeah. going to know to do that. A, di- right. a di- garbage disposal. They're going to try to reset the garbage disposal. But that, again, it's not a weekend maintenance call. If it's AC and it's 85 degrees, 88 degrees inside the house, they're going to dispatch maintenance. So they go through, you You decide who the three vendors are going to be. Vendor number one, ABC, uh, HVAC. Uh, the second one, another HVAC. If, you don't, if they can't get a hold of number one and number two, which are your vendors that you've chosen, and you don't have a number three, you become number three. So you want you kind of your three best vendors there, and they're going to call and dispatch those vendors for you. You get an email and a text letting you know, oh, I've got an issue. Um, so you'll know that, but and and you'll get all the communication back and forth. They're going to continue to follow up. That's pretty cool, man. On, what do you have to pay for that? Um, it's a it, you pay per property. Usually, I, I believe it is a hundred, two hundred dollars minimum. For us, we manage about 400 properties, and we pay about 575 a month, which at the end of the day, that, that's only nights and weekends. That's about not full-time. 575 dollars a month. For 400 so houses? 400 houses. You pay per property. So it's minimal. It's a couple bucks. A couple I mean, bucks. Yeah, it's, it's a dollar. Basically, it's a dollar fifty a month per property. If, if, if your staff, if anybody's listening, they have a property management company, I can guarantee on Christmas, on New Year's, on Thanksgiving, you, you always get a call. That's a no-brainer. Right? That's a no-brainer. Dollar, dollar, two dollars a month. I mean. And your spouse hates property management because you're on the phone during dinner or you're on the phone during the New Year's party. And it, it, it happens every time. Well, don't be subject to that that phone and those maintenance calls outsource that. So that's one of one of the things we outsource. One of the other things real quick, we outsource all the tenant calls. If you're a tenant calling us wanting basic information regarding a a property that we have uh, for lease, uh, you, you talk to somebody in the Philippines, there's a third party company out there. They, they have a company in the Philippines. They have all of our properties online. They answer uh, virtually incredible. Virtually incredible, and do they? Yep. And do they? Does virtually incredible specialize in property management and real estate in the United States? Or yeah, he has an office actually just outside of West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, he's had that uh, office for about twenty-five years. Later on in his career, he uh, ended up marrying a Filipino and starting uh, a Philippine uh, business there. You you cannot own 
uh, if somebody here in the U.S. or outside of the Philippines cannot start and own a company and own it 100% out there, so his wife owns that, um, and they manage uh, virtually incredible, and that's one of the things that they do. They, they do a few other things, such as uh, processing applications that, that come in and, and a few other things. But taking those little things that take so much time and effort for your staff in your office, outsource those so at the end of the day, you can focus on what's most important. And the thing that's most important is your current tenants and your current owners. Mm. Have a relationship with those current tenants and owners. And the other little things that don't really matter but help bring everything together, try to outsource those little pieces. Wow. Wow. So, you know, a majority of our listeners, I believe, are, you know, or at least say 70% of them are real estate agents. I think the other 30% are real estate investors or, or people interested in real estate in one way, shape, or form. And you've helped some real estate agents create an additional stream of income uh, through property management that where these things didn't exist before. And the, the benefit to a franchise is that you can just, you know, it's a system that's already done that you beat your head up against the wall for years trying to make perfect uh, and you spent your money trying to make perfect, so they don't have to reinvent the wheel. And I think you have an example of an agent uh, in Florida, right, that, that basically took this, a brand new agent, basically took your concept and created a passive income vehicle that's going to help her in her retirement in the future. What, what, t- tell the story on that. That's- so that's actually in uh, Fairfield, California. Okay. Um, so yeah, Nicole, she's three years in the business. Three uh, years? Wow. Dynamite girl. Uh, if you want to, I mean, she is a hustler. Dynamite girl. Uh, last year, she closed about $92 million in sales. This year, um, well over 100 uh, Last month, uh, so the month of July, they closed 52 deals. Uh, the team Jeez. did. And so she is, she's dynamite. Her team is dynamite. They just barely left Remax. Uh, but she knew that she needed another piece. She's, she's trying to build this real estate empire. And she wants nothing to do with property management. But she knows that property management is going to help her build her real estate empire. And okay. how that's going to help build that is some, she, an investor comes in. She can help that investor buy something. But after that, she's kind of lost them because it's going off to another company and she's not making any money. Right. Um, that, that other company says, oh, we'll bring, when, when that uh, investor sells, uh, we'll bring that back over to you. But that investor, that relationship kind of goes over to this other company. What if he wants to buy an uh, investment property number two? Is that going to be with you or is that going to be with him now? Don't know. With this, now that, invest, that investment investor buys the property, it comes over to Key Rancher. There's, if, if that investor wants to buy investment property number two, well, they know, oh, well, Nicole, uh, the team lead, helped this investor buy it. All right, here, Nicole, this guy wants to buy investment property number two um, and continue to build that. If he wants to sell investor property number one, sell that. Nicole's going to go back to sell that. But they continue. she's able to continue to make revenue month after month after month from these uh, investors. And then when they go to sell, she's able to get that commission. It solidifies that relationship. In real estate, it's all about the relationship. In property management, it's all about the relationship. Right, right. Keep that relationship. And it's, it, it, makes, it only makes sense that that would be an affiliate business that you have. Because, yeah. you, you know, once, once you open your mind to it, you're going to have may, many opportunities to send people to your own company. 
Oh yeah, I so for five years we had a, an excellent sales rep that only brought on properties for us. Um, the first it was probably year number four, year number three. Uh, he comes to me, he's like, Aaron, I get these, I, I get these people that want to, they don't really want to buy, or sorry, they don't want to sell, they really don't want to rent, they just want to be done with the property. What what can I do with these guys? Mm. And I'm like, oh, um, here, uh, let me chat with them. And so I chat with them. And the next thing he knows, I own the property and, and I got a renter going in a couple weeks later. And he's like, well, what are you doing with these? Oh, well, I just did seller financing. I gave them a couple thousand dollars for the deed and uh, they still have the loan in their name. Or I did an all-inclusive, um, or sorry, a, a contract for deed or all-inclusive, one or the other. Um, but seller financing. And uh, right now I just sold three two of them last month. I'm closing another one next month or sorry, next week of those. I'm getting 60 to 75,000 each from those, which they cost me a couple thousand dollars. And then my company managed them for free. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 Uh, yeah, so for, yeah. for me, since I own the property management company, I don't want to pay any property management fees, management fees. I pay all the others, but just not the management fees. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, it only makes sense gonna, that, it's, that it's a line of, there would be a line of income for an agent. And the cool part about having a franchise like yours is, is she could, uh, Nicole could go and buy it and then hand it off to, you know, a family member or a staff member and be like, you know, here's the deal. Here's the box you know, open up the box, uh, read the book, create this, you know, franchise and let's start filling it up with, you know, our, our investor clients. Let's start filling it up with, uh, any people that are short and can't sell, um, that want to rent. Uh, let's just start filling it up, you know, property, oh, yeah. property, our own properties that we own, whatever the case may be. Um, so with Nicole, she, she wanted nothing to do with, property management. I mean, she's, she's, she has a, a real estate machine. Um, she doesn't want to slow down to do property management where she's making 150 bucks a property. Uh, where in reality, she's making 10,000 to 25,000 a property. What, it just doesn't make financial sense there. Um, and so she got her husband involved. Uh, he's been involved for the last uh, five, five four, month, four to six months. Um, and now that's getting transferred over to uh, a new assistant that is just going to be dedicated to property management. But the, they don't do a whole lot of advertising right now. And they're, they're consistently bringing in properties uh, month after month because of the re existing relationships that they have. 
one good thing with us, we create the website for them. We do the online marketing for them. And so they don't have to think about it. Um, and that's one thing that they do not want to do. We, we give them the CRM, set all of that up so they don't have to think about it. It's kind of a business in a box. And then on top of that, we do the, the, the weekly coaching uh, to get the business up and going. And then once the business is up and going, we do the weekly coaching to get them up to 100 properties as soon as possible. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you, and, and you gave us some great outsourcing tips here as well. Give me a third one. You gave us two. You gave us the virtual assistant company. You gave us the, 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 the company that will answer the phone on Christmas Day. What's a third thing or application or software piece of advice that someone listening could take and run with? So for, for us, the other big issue is showings, Going out, having, have, hiring a team member. Um, if you're not in a leasing area where you can receive leasing commissions, for, for the state of Utah, we don't uh, receive leasing commissions really? from other agents. Uh, it's about 60-40. So about 40% of the country, uh, uh, the markets throughout the country do not do that. Never heard um, of that. Denver just started it about two years ago. Why? Um, What's the Why? Well, we just we, the 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 What's rental the philosophy that, behind that that the government would say you can't it's earn. It's not the lease. government. It's not the government. It's the MLSs. Like in Utah, you cannot put a rental on the MLS since it's not in the MLS. How it's not being offered like a real estate sale. So it why? Any sense. What's the big deal? It it does a, a disservice to the consumer to the tenant. Absolutely. But in, but in those states that so for us we can't make anything on the showing side. Uh, if they don't, if they don't rent this out, hey, here's another one across the street. I, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you this property. At least they're going to get some rental commission. We don't go show our homes. It's just, it's a waste of time. And so we do lock boxes. Uh, so I would recommend Tenant Turner. Uh, within Tenant Turner, it's a company in Richmond, Virginia. Within Tenant Turner, using the code box system. The code box is manufactured and, and created out of, uh, I believe, Dallas, Texas. Um, and so you can give them a code box, and that only works for about 30 to 45 minutes. Once they use that code, after that, they can, that code is invalid, and they can no longer go into the property. And, and it lets us know that this person entered the property. We still have to go by and, and check, uh, but in, before we give them a code, we want to get information from them. Mm, uh, so, we'll, get, yeah. so we screen that we want a driver's license and like the last four digits of their social. We don't, we don't get all of that. We just like the banks, and then we ask a few questions. We'll ask them, hey, uh, similar to the banks, where they say, hey, uh, what? It, I'm going to give you three addresses. Of these three addresses, which one have you lived at the last uh, ten years? We'll do the same thing. It costs us about fifty cents to a dollar a poll for those, um, so that we can verify that they're really who they say they are. Um, we have only had, uh, actually, we've never had an issue in our in our market with it we've had one issue in the denver market where uh somebody took that and uh went and had a, a party one weekend wow um, and we we had it we had an issue driver's license or something uh i don't know if it was uh they didn't do the in, the verification that we did there you uh, go. So we we kind of do a step further where we want the driver's license and we want the last four digits of the social um they don't do that they do that now um but i would highly recommend using tenant turner um it 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 can streamline the tenant process and so not all of your calls go over to virtually incredible but some of them get answered just an automated system within tenant turner if they want to speak with a, a live person 
then it goes right over to virtually yeah. incredible. I mean, you're outsourcing physically showing to artificial intelligence, which is brilliant because it's such a waste of time to show rentals. What are you going to do? Here's the kitchen. Here's the bathroom, whatever. And, and I heard of someone else, and it might be the same company that will actually run your credit card for like five bucks or 10 bucks so just to show that you're serious, you know, just. Yep. So for us, we, we do, um, there's another company out there, Rently, out of San Francisco. Yeah, that's we, the one that does a credit card running. Uh, th th that's uh, $1. We used to use right. that uh, method. Charge you one they, buck. Yeah. Yep, so they would charge $1, uh, but they never talked to anybody, and that was the system that we had a problem with hmm, uh, okay. in, in, in Denver. Um, and so since he is he's using... Uh, uh, using uh, Tenant Turner now out of Richmond, Virginia. But I would highly recommend Tenant Turner. And then in Tenant Turner, they, uh, they do the code boxes, uh, which some MLSs across the country use code box, uh, but would highly recommend that. They're probably on version three, version four. We've been with code box for about four years and have absolutely loved them. This is, wow. Well, Aaron, this has been brilliant. I appreciate all the meat and potatoes you've given us here. I'm going to put links to all three of these hot tips for property management and renting on uh, hybendigital.com backslash Aaron Marshall 2, the number two. That's A-A-R-O-N Marshall and the number two. Aaron, listen, if I'm ever in Utah, I will look you up and uh, we'll get together and break some bread, my brother. Excellent. You're welcome. Anytime. I just, one, one last thing in, in all your emails, you want me to offer something for free. Um, yes, if they, if they do want to get into property management and, and try to get leads that way, uh, we have a website rentvalues.com. Uh, if they want to try that out, normally it's two weeks. I'll give your listeners four months, uh, totally free. Try it out. See if they can get, uh, some, uh, some leads that way to build their property management, uh, division. We continue to improve that, but if they if they like it, great. If if not, they get four months absolutely free. Oh, uh, and, I appreciate that. that just we'll put that on the show me. notes as well. Excellent, thank you, Pat. I I appreciate it, and uh, love to have you here in Utah. There's so much to do. All right, buddy. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.